FYI, everyone, what you are about to hear is a live recording from our CEO summer series with women from all across North America. And these interviews are so incredible. If you want to be in the room for our next session, they're running for six weeks from July into August. Make sure that you head to mylinepurpose.com and get yourself signed up for CEO summer. The advantage to being in the live room to being in the recording is that after we hit record and end what you're hearing on these podcast episodes, we are doing an after hours behind the scenes live Q&A with our guests. It's been absolutely fire. And uh, you want to be in those spaces, in those rooms. And those pieces of the interviews are not making the podcast recording. So go get signed up. We can't wait to see you. Welcome, everybody, to CEO Summer. We're so excited to be back again this Thursday. If you are new this week, we have been doing a series every single Thursday at noon PST and talking to incredible women from around the world. Uh, last week, we had Sarah Cannell out of Chicago. She's a multiple um, bestselling author. She's been on TEDx. She's been on Oprah. Um, the week before that, we had Julia Lolishi, a local photographer who just opened up her own studio here. Um, I kicked off CEO Summer with a scripting training. We have Monica and Rachel today. Oh my God, Robin and Monica today. I'm <laughs> just I'm hooked on friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robin and Monica today of Mint Cleaning. And then stick around. We have two more weeks. Next week, we'll be hearing uh, Jamie, who's the creator of Glowjar. And then we close off CEO Summer with Isabel, who is the founder of Coldwater Skin Bar here in Victoria. So we've got incredible, incredible women with great stories. I love that we have Rachel here zooming in from the UK, which is so fun. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, let's see in the chat where you're zooming in from and let's get into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Robin, Monica, welcome to CEO Summer. Thank you for having us. Thank you. That's so funny. A long list of like amazing people. Yeah, I know. And then just Monica and Rachel. It's funny (laughs) because I always wanted to be named Rachel. That was like, if I could have any other name, it would be Rachel. And I actually named my daughter Rachel. So you're right on track. I could go, I could easily pass for a Rachel. (laughs) Okay. It's like I'm having an intuitive hit or something. Totally. (laughs) We're so aligned. Yeah. Yeah, so lined. We're yeah. we're so happy to have you here. So grateful. I know myself and Kayla love your Instagram content. It's so funny. And oh, I think, you know, we're gonna talk about this today about you two showing up and being, you know, just playful and letting loose and being real and how that supported your business. But let's start off with um uh hearing from each of you. So you've come together and you've created mint cleaning and I would love to hear the whole story behind that. But before mint cleaning existed, mm-hmm. Robin, what was your story about what you were doing for quote unquote work? And then Monica, what was your story about what you were doing? And then we'll start to hear how did you come together? Okay. Um, well, way back, I was a hairdresser for eight years and um, working in Whistler, and I absolutely hated it. I had so much anxiety about it. I would cry myself to sleep. So that was my first real career and what I thought I'd be doing for the rest of my life. So that was around 32. <laughs> I quit that job and it was really hard to quit. And I just said, this doesn't align with my purpose. And mm-hmm. so um, I was just struggling to find my passion, what I wanted to do. So I was 
was not just serving. I was serving for a long time. So I was always, I've always been a server at the university. So I was working in the um, uh, industry and then I was managing like a cafe and then I ended up managing a restaurant. And um, that was what I was doing before I had my babies, my twins. So then I was on mat leave and that kind of you know, got me to when we got together. So yeah. that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Great. Awesome. And what about for you, Monica? What were you up to? Bring us to that point, <laughs> okay, Monica. Um, I was same thing in the serving industry, bartending, all that kind of stuff. And then I ended up getting my ECE and working at the daycare. Um, and then having my own kids, I just started doing my own home daycare. Um, and then our houses, we had to move and we were moving to quite a small place and I was pregnant again. And, <laughs> and then um, same thing. So I kind of went met up with Robin and at this kind of first meeting we both overheard each other saying like it's such a need in our town if you call it Tofino it's like Airbnb city here right mm -hmm. so a lot of our friends were just saying like they didn't have a cleaner their cleaner was leaving this desperate talk about cleaners and I always know I'm a really good cleaner and I have had cleaned before and stuff and so I was just saying saying like I'm actually thinking of kind of doing my own thing or just helping out friends with their B&Bs and then mm -hmm. Robin's like me too and so we were just like oh interesting yeah. and then friends that kind of knew each other or both of us or one of us was like, you two should get together. Like you guys would actually really get along and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. So the next day we went for a walk and we hit it off. Like immediately we we're just die laughing. We just kind of like literally decided to start a cleaning business mm -hmm. together. <laughs> and then by okay. then, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. This, this is like, I think sometimes when Kayla and I share with people like, yeah, we were having coffee together and then we said, let's start a business together. Um, and it's, you know, our perspective is that it's been really successful. And then hearing from you two and, and seeing the success that you've had, it's like, so you've just come together and it's worked. So can you share with us, like you weren't friends before, there's not like a big long backstory you met at a uh, like mom's play group and then said, let's go do this together. And yeah, start with not being friends first. That was helpful for us. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. So let's hear about what was the like ambition or drive to say, I, yes, I'm going to clean. I'm going to help my friends out. But in that moment, when you two came together and said, we're going to start this business, were you thinking long-term or were you thinking like, for right now, this is fun. Let's go after it. Or how did it sort of start to unfold? Um, well, I'll take on this one, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember uh, when I was making coffee as a barista, I'm like, this is, this doesn't, this doesn't align with me. I, I don't want this to be my life. And some guy came in who was a longtime local in Tofino and I said, Hey, you can make money doing one thing in this in this town what would it be and this first thing was cleaner and I was like that kind of stuck with me and I was like you pick your own hours it's like with with kids it's a really you know it's it's very flexible and I'm so I had my kids and I couldn't go back to the long hours of serving and I just started cleaning for a friend in Tofino while I was on mat leave and I was like actually this is a really sweet gig I get paid a lot of money I could put my headphones in it's like quiet away from the chaos of my life mm -hmm. and I was like you know what I having twins obviously is you know, it, it, it's a lot and I needed a job that was flexible for me and so I was like this could be a good entry into getting back to work after kids it definitely wasn't a thing that I wanted to do long term mm -hmm. it was more of like this is what I need to do right now to pay the bills and then while well, we were at a mom get together and so everyone was talking about what they wanted to do after Matt leave and then that's what I said I'm like I think I'm just gonna clean part-time you know I don't really know yet 
and then Monica was the same. And then my, our friend Amanda was like, you should do it together. Yeah. And we were, we we're both people pleasers. We we're like, oh, okay. Meanwhile, I'm a little <laughs> nervous. Just moved to town. I'm like, okay, well, at least let's go for a walk and talk mm-hmm. about it. And that's what I, and by, I think by the next day I was already getting texts because it's such a small, yeah. like, I heard you started a cleaning business. Can, I heard you started a cleaning business. And I think yeah. within the first week we had like 40 clients and we ended up hiring staff mm-hmm. within the next couple of weeks. Like it was just such a need. It just blew up so fast for us. It took so off really fast. We were lucky mm-hmm. in that fact that it was such a need that it was yeah. just, it was just a business without, yeah, mm-hmm. without us really having to do much. Mm-hmm. And this- they- uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. and was this at the beginning of COVID that mint cleaning started? No, this is 2017 or just okay. like 16, 2017. So then kind of flash forward. So we're doing this. We have this full running staff. Um, but you know, the hours are insane. And with vacation rentals, you have that short window to get 40 units cleaned and you have staff that's sick. I was cleaning with like babies on my back, and it was just like a very intense time, I would mm-hmm. say, for us. And then uh 2020 COVID hit. And just before that, we started both getting pretty unhealthy from the products we were using. Robin actually had some scarring on her lungs. Um, I was just getting my usual like asthma and eczema, but just being like, whatever, back to the bleach. And then, uh, so we had already started talking. We're like, we need to use better products, more natural products. But we were finding we were using like, you know, name band commercial eco-friendly cleaners, but they weren't working well for us. And so during this kind of time where we were making this decision, COVID happened and our business actually got shut down. They didn't want obviously tourism or anything like that. And so we started an Instagram account because people were just like, you guys are funny. Like you guys should start something, teach them cleaning. And in that is when we started just making the products and showing some DIYs because at that point we wanted to make our own eco-friendly, all natural. And then, then, you know, weeks into it, people were like, can I buy that? Would you ever sell that? And mm-hmm. boom, boom, that was kind of yeah. the birth of turning into cleaning products. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you kept following the fun and the intuitive oh, hit and not, not, you know, I don't want to say not taking it too seriously, but, um, yeah. you know, but, keep, but keeping it fun and light. And so, you know, I think a lot of people who are here right now and definitely more so people, the, there'll be a lot more people who will hear this on the podcast and the replay and that sort of thing. I think when they're listening to this, people might think, uh, you know, how, how do, how are you keeping it light? How are you keeping it? Um, so that resistance is at bay and did you come up against any challenges, uh, in the beginning stages of your business? Um, yes, we have challenges every single day, every single day. There's like, well, you can't surprise us anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they, we, we, there's always challenges There always has been when you run a, when you run a business. Um, one of our, like packs with each other is to keep it light. It was our model from the beginning. It is like, let, like life is serious. Let's not take this seriously. Mm-hmm. And that is huge, if not the number one value for our relationship and our business. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're having a bad day, just like laugh about it. You're something happens and like all the road closes, Again. glasses breaking all over Again. the place. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. freaking laugh about it. Yeah. Like it's, it's nothing no one's dying here. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that is, that is huge for us. And I think we've really portrayed that on our social media. That was, we started to get a little serious, a little bit here and there, and and it didn't feel right, even though we want to be vulnerable. And of course we want to share the hard times too. It just didn't feel what, like, you know, aligned with what we wanted to put out in the world. So we try to keep it as light as possible. So when you come to our Instagram page, you're going to laugh. It's that's our purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not too serious. It's supposed to be fun. Um, I but, think just to add yeah. to that, like, I think a lot of us do have a lot of serious things going on and there's so much in the world. And 
And I find that I can get, go down scrolling and then seeing someone else's heartache. I'm like, Oh, oh and yeah. I, I don't know. Like you really take that on. So we try to think of that. And like, you know, we do have our, our own stuff. Don't get us wrong. But I think for us p- putting out to the world, we just want like, have a laugh, just yeah. scroll with your coffee. I, I want, I love when someone's like, I spit out my coffee. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like that's just like, I just want to add that joy to somebody's morning scroll, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing. yeah, we've always had that. Yeah. Just a sprinkling of cleaning content every yeah. now and then. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, that, that kind of goes against the, what a lot of, uh, say social media managers or online business experts would, um, say is like, you know, make your content relate to the, the product that you're selling or the brand that you're a part of. And, uh, like when I see your information, when I see your reels and like the deer one I saw in the chat, somebody said that. And I said to Kayla, I'm like, did you watch the deer reel? It is so fucking funny. Um, yeah, it's like laugh out loud, funny. And that has nothing to do with mint cleaning products, but it has <laughs> everything to do with the people who've created mint cleaning products. And I think okay. that's like, people want to see real people like super curated content is old. It's, it's, it's out. People aren't into that. They want to see real human beings. And so I think a lot of us are curious to know is how did you grow your Instagram to be so large and to have so many people following along and watching your stuff and sharing your stuff? How did you start that? You're the Instagram queen. No, it's all her. It's honestly, not, it's no. all her. But she, she's the big star. Like I can put her in anything. I'll just think I'm like, oh yeah, Robin. Robin's a deer for sure. Yeah. You know, like, well, people have always called me a deer. If yeah. I could be any animal, I'd look like a deer. Yeah, that and body. I, yeah. I feel like I play it really well. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, definitely credit is both. We definitely both do it. But mm-hmm. um, I think for us is you want to be relatable. But like, I get it. That's in the beginning, it was definitely more cleaning and stuff, but you would just find the reels that would do really well. Honestly, it had nothing to do with cleaning content. So it was trying to find that balance of like, okay, we do still have a product to sell, but we also don't want to be a typical product Instagram account. Like we, these, like you said, perfectly curated photographs and like, that's just not us. So I think for us, a big value is also like sharing tips and tricks too. So I think we kind of uh, mingle that in well with just some funny content, but then also like here's how to not get soap scum, you know, and just try to like, and also, but still make it a bit fun. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's it. You just do your own research. You're like the reels that do well, Mm -hmm. have zero (laughs) cleaning. So let's keep that going and get people interested. And then, you know, in stories and in an odd post here, we'll sprinkle in what we're all about. My mom bugs me all the time. She's like, if I went to your Instagram account, I wouldn't even know you sold a cleaning product. I'm like, well, that's great. I don't really want to shove it down people's throats. Yeah. It's not really, (laughs) it is the point of our Instagram, but it didn't start out that way. We started out as like a funny cleaning account. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. we're showing you how to clean an oven. This is that people are liking this I'm oh, just gonna yeah. keep going that's how it started we we're just like literally filming us because we were still cleaning at the time and mm-hmm. and we had an overlap of where we sold our cleaning business and then the products as well so we had about a year of overlapping so that was when it really picked up too because we could show all our cleans we'd be at a clean at a job but we'd be using our mint products people were like and then we started our our e-commerce site started getting huge from that just Instagram sales so mm-hmm. it all like worked like you said we didn't have a plan around like these geniuses that it just like oh great and you just learn as you go that did really well like let how can we keep doing that and you know like um sending it to some influencers like having Jillian Harris shout us out and being in the jelly box like we've had a lot of good luck, luck along the way as well which obviously really mm-hmm. helps your following stuff mm-hmm. like that we're, we're not ashamed like we've sent us some pretty big influencers who have shared it and then some don't you're like oh it's just like a gamble you know yeah. so you just try all the things but I think for us like 
we just try to keep it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep it. I think real. providing value is most important. People want like, you, you know, mm -hmm. you want to keep them engaged. So what am I going to tell you? That's going to be valuable to you our mm -hmm. follower. We're not shoving anything. So it's like, yeah, cleaning tips, you know, yeah. eco laugh. We don't even really like share so many, like here, make it yourself. Like you don't even have to buy a product. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> just, yeah. and we're aware that there's some people that might not financially be able to purchase mint products or, you know, and we're, we just want people to use healthier things. Cause we experienced ourselves using bleach and chemicals mm -hmm. all day will do to you. So, um, yeah. So I think just, giving value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think is key. I love that. I love for everybody who's listening, who has an Instagram to think about that. Like, how are you giving value to your people, giving it away, giving it away, giving it, giving it away? Um, I, I don't know what Kayla's about to say here. Are you about to say something about nudes, the pooch? <laughs> Oh, what the what? Yeah, there's, again. <laughs> there's a viral there's a viral account called nudes the pooch like n-o-o-d-s and it's okay. a dog and kayla and i stitched a reel one time with this nudes the pooch it had nothing to do with my line purpose and it was our most viral reel ever we wow. were like what is happening why are people loving us alongside this little dog that has nothing to do with my line purpose um and then yeah we talk about that a lot we had somebody that we had hired to do our social media media and it was really curated and our engagement dropped. And we were like, no, we're going to stick to doing our social media. I'm actually now like, I, I don't care how big we get. I want to be the one running our social media because I always want people to know it's me, like us, the human beings on the other side. Um, and that it's not curated. You, we are human. This is who we are. We make mistakes and we have moments and we have challenges and we have wins and all of that. And I think that's important. And yeah, over to you, Kayla. That is not what I was going to say, but I had walked down memory lane on noodle. I think it's noodles the pooch. I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's oh, okay. Well, it's the pooch. Great name. And that was funny. I'm glad I had my camera on when we were going viral because you were having a heyday about it. One of my favorite <laughs> moments. Okay. What I want to ask is when you do your videos, mm -hmm. how, and you're doing your choreographed dancing, we all need to know. How much practice does that take? Or are you naturally inclined to do exactly the same thing at exactly the same time, yes, so the exact well. same dance? It's pretty serious. If you see our behind the scenes <laughs> of us weird. practicing, yeah. Yeah. it's like five, six, seven, yeah. eight, and one, two, three, four. Yeah. It's like, it is it's like, not like cute. It's kind yeah. of like, it's like two middle-aged women, like frustrated. <laughs> Uh, it's like some are easier than that. I feel yeah. like some of us were like nailed it, and then we've had a couple like randomly ice ice baby one for that one move, and we were out there. Yeah. Oh. Her husband was like waiting with the key. He's like, "Come on, yeah. guys!" Yeah. Like, we got to get. But we're this. also so determined, like yeah. that we have to figure it out. Yeah. So it was just there's been a few that were smooth and some that were yeah, yeah. but it's fun. It's like our, I consider it my workout. She has like a dance background, so she yeah, she's really good at doing the counts and stuff, and it's just like pretty funny. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shout out to you for yeah. doing those moves. Whenever I see them, I'm like, what? How? Oh my God, yeah. this is amazing. <laughs> okay. I feel That's like we I are, you know, some people you are just like, we, I think as we hang out so much, we kind of do things the same anyway mm. and same faces. So I think it kind of helps. We're starting to become one person. Yeah. Mm. So that's yeah. like us oftentimes we're we show up together dressed the exact same and we're like what exactly. is going on here yeah. um okay so I'm loving that we're hearing like it's fun you took a gamble you sent stuff to influencers some things work some things didn't you have fun let's talk about 
for all of the people who are listening that are like, why does business seem so hard? Why is it hard to make money? Why is it hard to get a following? Um, what have been, you know, maybe we hear from each of you, like, in your opinion, the top two or three challenges that you've had in this journey of, of growing your business, of starting and growing your business? Mm-hmm. I know one right off the top of my head and it's hitting now more than ever, just to be totally honest, is like the balance with kids and, and business. And I feel like we, we kind of have the balance down, but lately it's been so chaotic. And even now my kids are like, you're not coming to the beach with us. And, you know, just like the pull and the guilt. And then, and then when I'm with my family spending extra time, I know we're like screwed at work and really need help at work. And I just, it's, it's for me, that's my biggest one right now. And I feel like summer is really like magnifying that (laughs) so Mm. I feel for me I feel guilty all the time no matter what so that's my my number one I would say yeah that's that's big too I Mm -hmm. um it's not a a secret that I um do suffer from like debilitating anxiety so I do get nervous of like are they gonna like it are Mm -hmm. like the Instagram like was I too dumb like what are they gonna think about me so I I do I I struggle with that a little bit I might like imposter syndrome right Mm -hmm. I think I am I like do I deserve to be here why are people listening to me like Mm -hmm. it's just the it's just the the chatter in your head I find that's that's always a challenge with um people starting out new business Mm -hmm. it's like why do I deserve to to be here or like do I know enough and I just like no one what I've realized is no one knows enough Mm -hmm. it's just (laughs) People that actually just, you know, go for it yeah. and be willing to make those mistakes. We've fumbled so many times, like buying the wrong trigger sprayers or um, this ingredient labels. doesn't come in anymore. Yeah. Or I don't know, the labels are all messed up. And um, yeah. yeah, anyway, so I could go on and on and on, but it's just like um, being vulnerable and being okay with those fails. It's, uh, I heard a quote, it's like failure is just, um, uh, is failure is just something that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. So move on from that. You know what I mean? Don't dwell on it. So I do struggle with that. I'm like, not to be honest, like imposter syndrome all the way, but Mm. I'm getting better. (laughs) And then, and then how do you work on it? So Monica, how do you work on managing your guilt or how, how do you let it not completely consume you so that you can move through the day into the next day? I just don't sleep at night. <laughs> it's true. But no, I just, I think for me, my mom gave me advice. She was like a single mom with a bunch of us kids. And I always, I don't remember her not being around. I just always remember she was a great mom. And she always just says like, make your time valuable. Like make, even if you have 30 minutes, be so engaged in those 30 minutes. That's all you have to do. Just make whatever time you have engaging and valuable to your kids versus like, you could be home all day, but be on your phone and ignoring them. And then that's not any better either. So um, that was like good advice for me. So now when I get home, I'm like phone away, let's just like mm-hmm. play and do our thing and have that time where it's just them. And then I think for the work, I think I'm just so lucky to have Robin because it's like, you know, between three kids, especially winter, they all get sick. My youngest has like really bad asthma and allergies and, and just Robin's like, go, go. Like there's no like guilt no. Like, from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just my own. And no so, guilt from her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like understanding moms of each other's lives. And yeah. that's been like so amazing. And having like a mm-hmm. staff we trust has mm-hmm. been huge at first. That was obviously hard when you start you've done everything yourself and you have other people making your products. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> so it was like trust. Right. And now it's like, I trust them more than me now. I'm like, Oh God, I don't want to make that. <laughs> so I think like those little things, like letting other people do some of the workload. I like to always just do everything myself, but now I've learned, I can't, you've gotten way was better. huge. I've gotten way better and saying no, I used to say yes to everything. And now I'm like, can I do that? I don't mm-hmm. know. So I think like just little things and yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. And then for both of you, you know, uh, myself, 
myself and Kayla and everybody we've worked with, we talk a lot about money mindset, especially as entrepreneurs, because it can be uh, like so easy to collect a paycheck, to go into the waitressing job and say, okay, thank you for those tips. Thank you for my paycheck moving on. This is great. This is excellent. And then in the online business space, it can be it can be a lot easier to make a freebie, to make an Instagram post, to give something away. But then when it's like, okay, but put a price tag on it, you've got to charge, you've got to make money. Your business has to be profitable or else, you know, there will start to be some panic there. So how have you two navigated making money and, um, and money mindset and, you know, obviously being just like fully transparent. And I know this is a conversation that a lot of people will benefit from hearing of like, have you had money mindset fears? How do you overcome them? Have you upped your prices? How did you overcome that challenge? Anything in the realm of money, we would love to hear. It's, um, it's a real challenge. I feel like I'm real manifesting is a, it's huge for my life. And I've manifested, well, we both have, we both love it. Um, I've manifested a lot of great things in my life, but money has always been that one like hard thing I can't manifest, but um, it's getting better. So again, just talking about learning that mindset of like money is just energy and it's don't look at it as like this, you know, this awful thing or negative things towards it. But for our business, it's just a lot of like number crunching. So you have to learn what is standard, what is markup, what is, you know, this costs this much, what do you need to charge to make a bit of money? Mm -hmm. And I think um, also there is a little bit of like, because we're entrepreneurs, we don't know when we're getting our next paycheck there, that puts a fire in our ass. Mm -hmm. So we are constantly learning, okay, like, marketing skills and like using skills throughout our staff like oh you have marketing okay can you help us out here with you know we mm -hmm. hire um, in, uh, another girl to help us out with that too mm -hmm. so I think it's just always like you know yeah learning and you know researching what's going to work but I don't yeah money mindset it's a hard one for, for us yeah. but we're, we're mm -hmm. getting there it's that yeah it's like believing you deserve it I think it's yeah. something we both and again I don't know why it's just uncomfortable I always have mm -hmm. in my life too where I don't want people to think I have money and I, mm -hmm. I don't know it's, it's something to I'm really trying to grasp it too just like no you deserve this you work hard mm -hmm. you know like okay yeah like and, it, we gave ourselves a raise last year and it was the hardest thing for me yeah, yeah. I'm like do I deserve this I don't no. know like and you're like dude we deserve it yeah. we work hard you know? I need the money yeah <laughs> and uh um, <laughs> But yeah, I have a hard time with, I, we also want to make our products attainable to everybody, you know, yeah. so that's yeah. the struggle too, is like, we, we, yeah, it would make sense to charge $20 for a bottle of all purpose, but we know people won't buy it at that. So it yeah. is that battle too of like, okay, well, this business needs to make money, but also people need to buy our products. Mm -hmm. So I see our competition of other, other businesses, like charging way more than we, we charge. But then I wonder, well, what the, what is their volume like? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's finding that balance of yeah. like, you need to make money, but you also need to be attainable. We want people to afford our products. Like yeah. that's bottom line. And if we do the proper number crunching, we should be charging more for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think that's something we're both just not comfortable with uh, being too mm -hmm. expensive or out of reach. I never want to be that person that's like, oh, that's you know, yeah. way out of reach or we get people messaging us a lot too. And they want to try something they can't quite afford. And we, we help like, you know, we're mm -hmm. like, no problem. We'll give you a discount. Like we just, we want people to be able to use it. And that's just a huge value to us, I think is, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Making it attainable for everyone. And yeah. Mm -hmm. so. and, and would you say that one of the like biggest things that shifted the amount of customers, consumers that you have product that you're putting out, um, is having like being in the jilly box and having, um, that shout out, or was it something else? And 
what is it and how did you make that happen? Like, how did you go from cleaning to making products to like getting into something like the jelly box? Well, trust? I'll just, I'll, yeah, oh, trust, but I'll yeah, just yeah. say what, how we got into the jelly box. So um, when we first started, I think when we first started making our products, we just got our labels in and my sister-in-law messaged me and she was like, Jillian Harris is staying at Pacific Sands. Got to go drop off some, <laughs> some products to her. And I think um, I just went for it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Like it takes a lot of courage to do something like that, but it's those things as you're starting off as a new business, you got to put yourself out there. You got to take these crazy risks and make yourself look stupid. Yeah. Um, but so we, we made this really, it's so embarrassing. It was like an back, old basket but... from my house that was yeah, like covered in, oh. uh, and everything. Like yeah. most of the products didn't have proper labels. They were like my handwriting. Right. It was pretty brutal. But anyway, I, I dropped it off. She got the basket and I dropped, it was like her brother-in-law just happened to be at the front desk. And I just, Hey, I'm Robin from Mint Cleaning. We love Jillian Harris. Can you drop this off to her? And he was like, yeah, sure. Great. No problem. And then later that night, she posted on her stories that I dropped it off and we got like 2000 followers overnight. Yeah. And then cool. we were, Oh, we're in. So Jillian yeah. Harris started following us that night yeah. Yeah. and then it just went on from there. And, and then, then she's, an she so. shared quite a few of our reels, yeah. like, like some finds it funny or whatever and like all those things just help so mm -hmm. much just get your name out there and yeah and then they they contact like that was one of our big we had a vision board one of our vision board things was to be in the jelly box mm -hmm. and then also yeah we got an email I walked in and I remember Robin was just like guess what and yeah I just thought she was lying I even thought it was a fake email I was like I hate you stop yeah. and she's like no. <laughs> and it was so funny we were in like this tiny space like hand making everything and then in the thing it's like we're under the impression you hand make is 15,000 and a thing you could do and at the time there was no, we're just like, sure. We're like, but yeah, like, we can do it. No problem. Yeah. That's yes. a later problem. That's yes. another advice we say to people, just say yes. And then figure it out later. Yeah. So that was yeah. one of our biggest say yes. And then, okay, how are we doing this was mm -hmm. the next thing. So, mm. um, and then, yeah. So the Jilly box did get our sales up for sure. She's, yeah. she's so huge, but just back to your point of like, just, yeah, send those emails. So we send an email to Tori and I said, Hey, Tori, do you want to try our products? And mm -hmm. she was like, sure. And then, you know, she posted about us. So it's just putting yourself out there constantly thinking of like, who mm -hmm. do you like on Instagram? Who would you love to try your products? Mm -hmm. Send them an email. Do not send them a DM. DM. Emails always, you know, yeah. better. Um, but that's, uh, that was huge for us in our business is just getting yeah. these kind of bigger influencers to post about us and get a following first. And then, you know, and like, I'll kind of add to a point you yeah. brought up earlier, but I think for our customers I think we've established this trust like we are professional cleaners our products work we wouldn't sell them if they didn't like that mm -hmm. was part of the beauty of when we started making products we had a team of like 12 to 14 staff that were like you try this all purpose you try this glass cleaner bring this caddy tell us and we were getting reasons. like that was a little bit streaky I like the smell of that one did it mm -hmm. and so we were like okay okay and tell honestly all the staff we'd had we had this kind of miniature line or glass or um, all purpose and cleaning scrub and that's all anyone used and the staff like we were blown away and then through that people on our Instagram are watching this and then wanting so I think we've established this trust that our products work and like we're mm -hmm. not going to lie to you and I think people know yep. that about us we're very honest and we've been honest about things slip-ups that have happened along the way and mm -hmm. everything and, and then so anytime we put out a new product our customers are so devoted. Like, I'm not kidding. We launch a new product and it's just like 200 orders the next, like it's, we're always like in tears. Like it's amazing. Mm -hmm. best support mm -hmm. our customers have for us. And mm -hmm. then they're just willing to trust that the next thing we put out will be awesome. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like, yeah, that's, we're just so grateful for that. Cause I don't know mm -hmm. how else we would <laughs> do, you know, and that's everything. And that is everything is building that no love trust with people. And 
they, the reason people trust you is because they've begin to love you and they begin to love you because they begin to know you. And the, the reason they begin to know you is because you show up you keep showing up. You don't stop showing up. You keep showing up. You're consistent in showing up. Your efforts are there. Even when you email people and you don't get a response back, you keep emailing people. This is what I want everybody to hear is you've got to keep going. You've got to keep going. You've got to keep going. It, it like at some point you hit a tipping point and then you keep going, you keep going, you keep going and you hit another tipping point. I'm and so curious like, to, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, like relationships on Instagram too. Like we answer every DM, every message. So I feel like I've formed these relationships with like these people who have been following us for three years. Now you get to almost know them. And it is, it's so important. Cause like we were saying before, if you get somebody to manage your, your Instagram and you're not the face there and you're not responding, like, I don't know how well products would sell. Like I, I want to kind of almost, you know, know mm -hmm. what I'm buying in a sense. So I feel like that's been such a benefit for us too, is just like really get to know your, mm -hmm. your audience and your, your following and your customers. Cause you don't have anything if you don't have your customers. Right. right. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what's on the vision board now? Who's the next person that you want to collaborate with, or you want to hear about mint cleaning or like, where do you want to take your business in the next few months or few years? Yeah. Our vision, what's on our vision board. I have whole foods on our vision board. That's huge for us. We would love, love to get into Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I got some personal stuff on there. Uh, Bert's papaya. We've always kind of had that. I've tried with her. It's really hard. She's really, she's like next level. Um, but we're actually seeing an event with her in November. So I'm like, maybe, and maybe we yeah. can yeah, a network schmoozing. a little bit of yeah. schmoozing. But um, yeah, I know my, I've got yeah. one. We've kind of are a bit like, mm -hmm. it's kind of a wavery subject, but I, I want to move in. I want to go for it and have like shampoo, conditioner, body wash, like a full mint. Cause right, right now our store, like we have our own little retail store here uh, down below and it's doing great and stuff. But I'm just like, I feel like one of our vision boards was to franchise that. So have just mint stores, but then I'm like, it's cleaning products enough for a whole, you know, to franchise. So it's just like, maybe it needs to right. be full. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more products. Yeah. <laughs> more products more products thanks I know. No, yeah it's no, great. Exactly. we're always think of the next thing and um yeah we love yeah. goals I always have the vision board I always have it's just so it's such an amazing tool um and it, you yeah you're always I'm always shocked I'm like oh that came true oh that came true mm -hmm. this is awesome yeah like down mm -hmm. to like the tea of like I got yeah anyway you mm -hmm. know all about that I'm sure yeah yeah are, and so are you both into personal development and if so like do you have a book or a podcast that you, that you loved that you would recommend to everybody here is a business owner or aspiring to be a business owner. And you know, I believe mindsets, everything. Yeah. And so has there, is there something that stands out for each of you that has supported your mindset, a book or a podcast or something that you'd recommend? Um, I'm really in, this is what I spend my evenings doing is listening to podcasts. I love that. Sh I love this shit so mm -hmm. much. Um, right now I'm really into da uh, diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartlett. He is, um, from England, but he has amazing guests on a lot of CEOs. Like I just listened to the president of Shopify and, um, yeah, I'm really, really inspired by him. He's, he asked really good questions. And then I'm really into Dr. Tara Swart, who just mm -hmm. wrote a book called the source, so I love I, her. Yeah, I just got her book. Um, she's a neuroscientist and talking about neuroplasticity in accordance with manifesting and the law of attraction and action boards is what she calls it. So I'm I love that stuff. I'm, I feel like it's been so huge into my life of what I created. Um, and that's yeah, those are what I'm into right now. Mm -hmm. Monica. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's not as into the self-help stuff as I, I know I get yeah. like, I also just tune into Robin every day yeah yeah she really, she, I get a recap of all the things like the cliff notes it's the best yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah you're not I like relay stuff she tells me like I read it all the time yeah. I'm like oh well this is interesting from yeah this but um it's one of my goals honestly mm. one of my biggest uh issues has been like never taking time like I don't yeah. take any personal time mm. and I I'm the worst for that so even if I like stretch one day I'm like oh my yeah. god I just, I'm a new person so that's always been a really big goal of mine um I think like I got really inspired by like humor and yeah humor. I was just so, gonna like, say that's you I can't help it's like, like oh I want to watch that but then I got like I could just like oh Conan O'Brien's podcast like I'm just like the worst I just yeah, like yeah. to see and look at funny things so um I think I that's the worst I think that's like if that's what actually fuels you and keeps your energy like clean yeah. and vibrant then that's it she always has like she used to want to do skits like improv skit shows and so, <laughs> so random no you yeah. did like yeah. you and your and so yeah. she that's her for what makes our Instagram so great is like she's always sending me ideas like I think this would be really funny and you know what I mean and I'm like oh yeah and I'm just great. so lucky to like the best actor I'm like throw me in through. coach yeah she's always, always like <laughs> and her expressions and stuff yeah, so yeah. yeah it's it's it is like really cool my mom always says that too she's like isn't this cool that you've got yeah. to live out a bit of your dream that that mm-hmm. was kind of something I almost went into and then chickened out yeah um, when I was younger so but it's I'm like this for is us. the best yeah now I get everything I got cleaning mm-hmm. I got this I got all my favorite things yeah. together so it's perfect but mm-hmm. I need to like and read, read you're, more, you're great. Read more great. books yeah it's on my it's on my to-do list yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well you know there's there's always another day but it's like truly about just doing what feels good for you and if it is Conan O'Brien if it is humor yes. comedy those sorts of things it's like taking that time too to like fill yourself up in a way that your cup is full so that when you show up for your audience and your customers and your family that you have filled your own cup a little bit too, before you go and pour into everybody else's, it sounds like you're both like really good at, um, you know, creating a vision and, and dreaming and looking ahead. And those are really valid, um, places. Those are really valid things that we need when we're growing a business is to have a vision and to have a dream and move forward. But we also need to have strategy and systems and some operations. And so do you both feel like, um, the, that side of business is easy for you Is one of you like more into the spreadsheets than the other. Is that something that you both just said at the beginning, let's hire somebody else for this. I'm, we don't do spreadsheets. So definitely hire, (laughs) Biggest piece of advice, hire, you know, out the things that you don't, you can't do that you're not skilled at. So yeah. I'm, um, I'm definitely more of like the back end ordering, like sourcing, like, that kind of thing. Just, a huge compliment to Robin. Like, when we started <laughs> out, like we were just tiny making in chip bowls, right? Yeah. Like our, and that was where my comfort level was. And then, and just like buying from the co-op and then, uh, she just like, you know, people ask all the time, how are you getting it from like the the hunting she did and the mm-hmm. numbers and contacts and like it's just like insane like I just it's like a puzzle I, I love that it's like figuring this like, out well, how like, did they get it where did yeah, they get it from yeah and she's made her way like pretty high up there in I the do. chain yeah I so I love that very love that impressed side. yeah totally uh, whereas you're like all marketing customer service like answering everything you just whereas... have completely different brains like it's, to- it's so completely funny different. like we're actually we're so much alike but we're yeah really different in the work 
brain mm-hmm. way. So it, I think it works. We're definitely work for that. Yeah. yeah. But then hiring Jade, our office manager, she's, she talks spreadsheets. That's yeah. her language. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's amazing oh, yeah. to have that. And yeah. Oh yeah. They start talking about like, they're like, oh, we should crunch some numbers on this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. gotta go. I gotta go. Something to do. <laughs> gotta that's go. Beyond that. Yeah. Out of here. But, but that's, no. it just takes a team, right? Yeah. You all, you just have to, and don't try to be a hero. Don't mm-hmm. try and do something that you're not that skilled at or that mm-hmm. you don't want to do, you know? Yeah, totally. So um, yeah. That's... We're trying to be less. Our biggest advice we're getting from Kind of other businesses is like you guys work too much you need to be the face of your business mm-hmm. and go there and have everyone else whereas this week we did that sale day 250 orders and so we're, mm-hmm. we're packing and filling and like sweating all day long so a lot of people are like you guys need to be like mm-hmm. growing and not you know so i think that's something we're mm-hmm. trying to figure mm-hmm. out is yeah yeah because yeah. you can yeah. do so much your brain when you're not mm-hmm. <laughs> just like on the floor yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Kayla and I, the biggest growth we've seen in our business in the last few years is when we decided to say, okay, we're going to focus more on working on our business instead of in our business. And that shifted yeah. everything for us so that we're not doing the hamster wheel nitty gritty every single day. And for everybody here that is a business owner or wants to have a business, you've got to schedule time in your calendar to work on your business and not be in your business. Like both are valid, but working on your business is going to bring you so much more spaciousness and ideas and creativity. Um, There's just a lot available there. So you have to put in a bit of time at first, I think is the other misconception. People are just like, oh, like start a business in this slam. And it's like, you got to put in the time, you, you know, you have to do the hamster wheel stuff for a bit. And then, yeah, yeah. then you get to like, where you're, like you said, where you're at now, where, mm-hmm. you know, you can work on your business and have other people doing the, yeah. Absolutely. I was just thinking that this morning I had, I didn't have to do anything this morning. This is my only commitment today. And I was thinking, wow, the grind that we were in the first few years, the hustle, the hamster wheel, um, to show up and grow this business, to be able to have days upon days where I can sleep in and sip my coffee and journal and read, like it's all worth it now. And it's paid off, but yeah, we absolutely. And we still do treat our business like our full-time job. And it was more so at the beginning, it was like, come hell or high water. We're going to find clients. We're going to fill programs. We're going to be online every day. We're going to send the emails. And I think that's just, you know, the amount of effort you put out will contribute to the results. And then you know, you build a business and it starts, it's like a baby. It starts to grow up and take a little bit more of its own control. And it's not like an infant that you have to pour into. It kind of gets to do its own thing after a little while, which is quite nice. Um, okay. So what we're going to do now we're at the quarter two mark is we're going to, uh, end the recording. So thank you for everybody who's been listening